0: Welcome to another episode of No One's Guilty Pleasure podcast, where no one feels guilty about what gives them pleasure. This week, we have our first returning guest, my forever roommate, Amber, and we are talking about Bride Wars. Bride Wars did not get what it deserved, and we absolutely dig into that, as she and I are prone to do. I think you'll thoroughly enjoy all of our tangents because we sure did.
1: Of course, every wedding has a story, but the one I'm thinking of isn't about a bride and a groom. It's about a bride and a bride, and it starts at the Plaza Hotel 20 years ago. My wedding will be the happiest day of my life. I think it's beautiful. It ain't June. And it ain't the Plaza. Are you ready to
0: catch this bouquet? <laughs> I'm feeling kind of strange because of all the things. Okay,
1: yes, yes. Yeah. Will? Mm-hmm. will you marry me? So <laughs>
0: yes. 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 We're Marian's one o'clock, and we're each other's maid's of honor. I have three openings at the yeah. plaza: two, the sixth, one, the twenty-seventh. Oh, my parents' anniversary is the sixth. It's so meant to be. Oh, then I'll take the twenty-seventh. You want to discuss this with the grooms? No.
1: no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> can't get That's good for you. Isn't that you. gorgeous? Oh my God, it's stunning. Maybe I
0: should keep looking. Get the dress, <laughs> Marion. Your wedding dates have been booked on the same day. Which one of you wants to choose
1: another venue? What? One of us will just have to get married on a different day. One of us will have to be flexible. Well, one of us can look at different venues. Yeah, one of us could. It's crazy. They haven't spoken for like a week. It's like a century in girls' years. You send out your save the dates, surprised? Your wedding better watch it. If I were your wedding, I'd be sleeping with one eye open. You're right. Your wedding will be huge, just like your ass at prom. Your wedding can suck it. Just a pre-wedding glow. Wow. What the hell happened to you? A little spray tan surprise.
0: You can't ignore this. That way, the terrorists win. <laughs>
1: Make sure it's not so ashy.
0: My hair's blue! It's blue! Witch! The clothes are going to have to come off. What? <laughs> Ow!
1: Was that bad? oh honey, he's your fiance. He probably thought your hair looked nice too. Hi, Amber. Hi, Ruby. Are you excited to talk about Bride Wars? I'm so excited to talk about this. I have this is my first time watching the movie in a while. So I have thoughts.
0: I think a couple of people, when I mentioned we were gonna do this, it's like one of those, again, one of the secret zingers because a couple people were like, ooh, bride wars. And I feel like that wasn't the sentiment 10 years ago. So
1: it certainly wasn't. It has an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. So stop being the same person.
0: I wrote it has an 11% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. So travesty. <laughs> Get out of my head. You know. um, I was like reading some of the reviews and I was just like, this was very much giving like idealist Obama one era where it was like, we're better than this one. No, we're not. Too, it was funny. So who cares?
1: Yeah, it had some. It had some good moments, and I think it was because it like didn't try to be anything other than it was.
0: Oh yeah, like it was. It was like very zany, but also like had good sentimental moments. And I, I want to say there's a very safe bet that we saw this together since it came out during college. Again, like January two thousand
1: nine. Maybe I. I know that that question is coming up. but I, I can't remember the first time I saw it.
0: Okay. I was going to say that's, this is the moment the question's coming up. When
1: did Uh, you first see it? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I must have, (laughs) Um, but no, I can't remember the first time I saw it. Like I remember like it had, it got a lot of airtime on E and I would watch it a lot then. True. Um, But yeah, I don't remember the the first time.
0: I think, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm just like always certain about that. Cause like, I feel like we stayed like not you and me necessarily just us together, but like just our college friends like stayed going to the movies for everything. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm sure that's when I saw it, but like, I don't remember sitting there per se. Um, and I agree too, it's like, anytime the thing is, is like, this is not like something I own, but anytime I see it on TV, I'm like, Oh, that's like an easy one to have in the background. And then I'm just sitting there for the rest of the time. Cause it just like flies by. Cause again, yeah. like we love it's 90 minutes, which is very important in our quotient of good film, good mm-hmm. filmmaking, you know, us, <laughs> the filmmakers, the Coen brothers, but, uh, more importantly, a different award season came upon for this film. It was nominated for many Teen Choice Award and MTV Awards. And I'm going to list them out for you.
1: And a Razzie. Well, <laughs> well that's not a nice one. <laughs> I know. <And> <laughs> no, but that, that, was, that was one person uh, in the film. Which was mean, too. It <laughs> was. Candace Bergen, it, be kind to her. <laughs> yeah, it was not nice. <laughs>
0: um, I'm a little shocked that Anne won over Kate for the Best Comedy Actress for this movie but I have a Kate Hudson bias so
1: yeah I felt like I mean this was a like Pete Kate Hudson movie at the time so yeah like, she was very much so I think I wrote down she was like very much so in her Kate Hudson bag so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well I did write Pete Kate and Anne in all caps <laughs> <laughs> I gave them both I gave them both flowers um I want to say like the characters again like a hyper extra version, like kind of give us maybe like me, Kate, you, Anne, except like you have a great husband. Um, yeah. but just very like, I'm neurotic and you're sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, look. And then the, just the friendship, the loyalty, cause they were always loyal to each other.
1: Yeah. So uh-huh.
0: It was very that, um, I definitely think we would have cornered Angela, the assistant to get answers.
1: Cause oh, I'm pretty sure. sure we've
0: done things like that before in general.
1: Yeah. We, we would have done a nice good cop, bad cop thing, but.
0: Oh yeah. And obviously again, we knew who would be good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, let the listeners guess. Um, but basically this movie is just like about two childhood best friends. They get engaged at the same time and then um, their wedding planner accidentally schedules them, books them for the same date um, for the wedding. And so then the hijinks ensue because like neither one of them wants to back down again. That's where we're different. That wouldn't have happened. Um, we're also not as like needing that cookie cutter stuff as they like the June wedding at the Plaza, like one, yeah. the budget, we don't have it.
1: <laughs> And I have questions about the budget, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: the budget is wild,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> in
0: terms of like having that, but that's like, and I think that's like what all those critics were having like a fuss about. And I was, like, it's a movie it's fictional it's for funsies like calm down like people aren't that bad
1: yeah and there's so much about it that like was not meant to be realistic like I mean you can not at
0: all like I love all the like um (laughs) I also like you Kate in her prime (laughs) like just really this is like good Kate Hudson because she's good at like that balance of like even the most unlikable kind of qualities like still being really charming and endearing Mm-hmm. Um, I think I remember early pandemic recommending to you, but like in a bad way, that movie, Something Borrowed. We watched it. Oh, it was so bad. Like that was where like, even she couldn't save that character. Like yeah, that movie yeah. was so, those those were terrible friends. Yes. Like if anybody wants to talk about two terrible friends in a Kate Hudson movie, go watch Something Borrowed. Um, preferably drink a lot before. Maybe like red wine to like sedate you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that-
0: that one is a struggle.
1: We watched it. We watched it at your apartment. We did? Yeah. Uh, we, we were. Was
0: this one of our weekends?
1: It was. It was. Were we here? were, you know, I think it was when I came down for Friendsgiving. Oh. And we were, because we were, I think we were cooking while it was on.
0: Okay, good. Good. I'm yeah. glad we didn't dedicate like full focus time to that.
1: Oh, no, no. Yeah. It was very much so uh, like we're going to be doing other things. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess that got shadowed by like me watching the princess switch three, three times in three days. <laughs> well, us, because you were there too. <laughs> like, and we still hadn't seen the whole movie.
1: Oh, I, I have. Oh, I no, no.
0: That. I meant in that, in that weekend. I feel like we just kept oh. seeing it piecemeal. Like I just <laughs> kept seeing her in her spy gig, like underneath the lights doing yoga salutations.
1: Yeah, she was... <laughs> she was having fun
0: <laughs> in her Vanessa Hudgens bag as it were. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to this movie. Um, like you said, I think unhealthy financial expectations was a bad theme in this film. Like why was it a middle school teacher wanting to get a Dolce & shirt? Like, and why was Kate enabling her?
1: Well, you know, she said, but in fairness, she put it back. Because she said it was too expensive, and likely because she couldn't afford it, she there was a layer of practicality to. Um, I just wrote down their names, Anne, but that was Emma. <laughs> <laughs> it was like because you know Anne Hathaway is practical in her own way. Um, I really, <laughs> I came That's off terrible. in shade. I love Anne Hathaway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she does everybody. I can attest to that. I support her truth. How about that? (laughs) Like, I believe she's fully herself at all moments. And that's a good thing because there's a lot of fake ass bitches out there, but her truth is difficult to process at times. (laughs) Did you see that interview she did on Kelly Clarkson about the cupcake?
1: No, I didn't.
0: Oh, so she did this interview. And like, you know, whenever they're doing promotions, they have to say something like funny and quirky about themselves that like even pre-internet had to be like a moment, right. Where you're like, get insight into who they are. Mm -hmm. Hers was that, um, she was having a party at her house and that, when there were cupcakes served, she took off the bottom of the cupcake and put it on top so that the frosting would be in the middle like a sandwich.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that, um, and Kelly Clarkson's like, oh girl, that's practical, blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, Kelly Clarkson in her bag. And so, (laughs) um, and Anne Hathaway was like, everybody was amazed. No one had ever seen this before. It was jaw dropping everywhere. And I was just like, one, I'm sure you believe that. (laughs) like if those are your friends you need to be friends with more interesting people
1: like did annie invent the cupcake sandwich
0: she she sure christopher columbus trademarked it in that (laughs) interview she sure did say i discovered this new world of the cupcake sandwich and it just affirmed who she is also i love i love you calling her annie because i feel like she also said like my name's not ann like my mom calls me ann i'm annie
1: yeah I think she did say that recently
0: we should call I, her that moving forward this episode
1: I think I also sent you the interview where she said her favorite rom-com was gone girl
0: oh she did say that and mm-hmm. you know she meant that one too
1: she did it, it was just like silence after that and I was like oh wow I love you <laughs> like she just has to go out there
0: sometimes she does she see and so again that's why it works out like I'm a Kate Hudson stand. You got Annie over there. Like, we're we're in our bag. That's I the theme of this episode.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: Neither does your roommate. <laughs> Doesn't he yes. look her too?
1: My my roommate finds her to be very attractive. Okay, yes. that's
0: what I thought. Okay, yeah. I was like, I hope I didn't project that and cause a scene now. No, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, things I loved about this movie too, like on a broad spectrum, like you were saying, is like, um where you're like, these are things that are always like part of a movie and not real life is like, I love physical comedy. So like, I just love every like harebrained scene or like when, um, Kate Hudson gets mad about like how Annie got proposed to first and she like runs through the park, like into her fiance, her then becomes fiance's office to like ask to be proposed to yeah. like just that nut brain stuff. Like when they're chasing Casey Wilson with the, um, registry gun through like the department store, and obviously was like, when they tackle each other at the end, I'm just like, I like shenanigans, mm-hmm. and that's why I like this film because it's all shenanigans. Yeah.
1: and I appreciated that, like the shenanigans, like they were silly, and that, I guess with like with the exception of like the last part, like nothing was particularly cruel.
0: Yeah, although there was something where they like, <laughs> I feel like Kate's character did something minor, and Annie was like that was cruel and heartless. And she had like literally just fat shamed her like 10 minutes prior in yeah. the film. And I was just like,
1: all right now with the cruel. <laughs> I was I was actually about to resend it. Cause I was like, you know what? I have like this whole thing that, that we're going to get to about about the, the sweets and the gifts. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that through the wedding lens. So yes. the people in this movie, like we said, Kate and Annie in their Kate and Annie bag, like this was their time. I think, like, at that point, like, it was well past, like, Kate Hudson doing, like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. She was, like, in Fool's Gold. Like, she was just, like, whatever movies. She was, like, always being offered everything. Mm -hmm. And then Anne Hathaway, she was, like, she was doing, like, young people stuff, and I think this is when she started to do, like, grown-up movies, because she was, like, you know, Princess Diaries, Ella Enchanted, all of that stuff. And then this is, like, from here, then you do, like, Love and Other Drugs, which I really love, and, um, Eventually, late Ms.
1: Yes, um, yeah. So, Ann Annie, uh, she had sw- so. This was after the Devil Wears Prada. And oh she's shit. coming.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that I forgot them about that movie. <laughs> Just like a random film she did once, an <laughs> indie film.
1: And she's and she's coming off of an Oscar nomination for uh, Rachel Getting Married. So she oh, was nominated. Rachel in- Getting
0: Married
1: mm-hmm. time. Did you see that? I did. I actually had to watch that um, for in uh during my master's program um in our I think we watched it in our addiction class and also in our family counseling class I might have seen it twice
0: yeah I saw that like I saw that when it like first came out um back when I was like I watched serious movies loved that era for me (laughs) and um it was like when Netflix you would order them and they would come in the mail in the disc oh yeah and uh I was like before I returned it I was like hey do you guys want to watch this to my parents and they were like sure and then when I asked them because I was like oh this is such a little like you know deep movie my dad was like the camera work made me dizzy and I was like (laughs) okay scholar give that (laughs) back I have other things to watch (laughs) yeah so this was like a nice return to form after Rachel getting married. Cause that was mm-hmm. a
1: lot. Yeah. That was a heavy movie,
0: but they were like top notch. And then you have like Steve Howie who like I had seen in Reba for however many years Reba was on <laughs> great show everybody. It's now on the Hallmark channel in the mornings. <laughs> and then Brian Greenberg who I had seen in like one Tree Hill, and there was like that random movie, The Perfect Score, like about the SATs, with ScarJo too. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was like already on the Brian Greenberg train, and I feel like they they've stayed employed those two. Yeah, and obviously the biggest turn is uh, Chris Pratt.
1: Yes, Chris Pratt. before <laughs> We, we didn't knew much about him, and then also like, oh, huh, True to Form.
0: Yeah, it was very, uh like, accidentally really Chris Pratt's true self. <laughs> yeah. <I feel> like.
1: <laughs> like,
0: just, you know, lightly misogynistic and a wet blanket and no good. Yeah. So that was, you know, my angel once said, when people show you who they are, believe them. And, and Chris Pratt did us. that. And some people think that he's still their favorite Chris and that just speaks on people. Not maybe I, I know personally, but like, you know, when I'm voting in a BuzzFeed poll, there's a lot of votes for him. Like, who are you speaking to? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, people have voices, democracy, America, all that. Yeah. So we'll move on from him. Um, more importantly, uh, Casey Wilson and June Diane Raphael wrote this movie and it shows because it is really funny. It's like very, their voice. Yeah. Um, like we said, it has like the balance of the hijinks and the zany. And then they've definitely had like an upward trajectory ever since too. Cause Mm -hmm. Casey Wilson had like happy endings. Did you ever see happy endings? I don't think so. Wait, is that a TV show? I think you and I didn't really like it. Yeah. It was like a very like short-lived show and it happened, I think around the same time as new girl. So that's probably why.
1: Okay. I think like we, we keep our like Pluto TV on some channel and I'm pretty sure a happy endings comes on it. I think I've yeah. got some episodes.
0: It was one of those shows that like, had there not been other competition, I think would have done better, mm-hmm. but also ABC has a history of canceling good shows too soon. So yeah, probably ABC's fault. I single parents. That was such a good one, but June, Diane, Raphael also did, uh, Grace and Frankie which is mm. amazing. And I'm, and she plays a stripper in Bachelorette, one of my other favorite movies. I love Bachelorette. It's so sick. I love Bachelorette. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know when we'll ever talk about that because again, you got to protect the good ones, but it shall be discussed one day. <laughs> it's okay. <so good. laughs> that one we can just quote all of our favorite offensive lines <laughs> and just put a warning in the trailer,
1: like, should we bring Jossie on? Oh, she's that's not the one. I know that was making a joke because oh. <laughs> <laughs> every time we watch something, no, we- Jossie really.
0: No, if we bring Jossie on, what we have to do is uh, pregame the recording, get really hammered, and then have Jossie in the background trying to watch the movie while we quote <laughs> it at her violently. Um, that would be a great one. I was like, "That's not that's not the movie." I also can't watch *Bridesmaids*. Let me not
1: Think I've watched that since. <laughs> Should we do a story time?
0: Should we do a story time?
1: Should we? we're well you know this this is wedding season I was like we are we are distracting a lot but th- this uh, is par I for mean, the course
0: you go ahead I feel like you're a better storyteller
1: okay so bridesmaids came out what 2011 yeah okay yeah. yeah so our junior or senior year of college um we lived together and ruby of course got it on dvd um, but obviously it was the extended edition um so our sweet friend, Josie was coming. She used to sleep in our room a lot, actually.
0: Well, we, so we had an air mattress that our friend Jake left in our room once when he stayed over and then he never reclaimed it again until graduation.
1: Yeah. So, and that, so that we used it for a
0: lot of people. A
1: lot of people used it. It kind of became our de facto couch as well. Um, yeah. So for our already oversized dorm room. I don't, so I don't remember if we went out or if we were just drinking in the dorm room, but like Josie was over and we were trying to watch Bridesmaids, which at this point, Ruby and I have watched like several later.
0: times. Yeah. We had watched it several times. And I remember what the event was. We were going to go to a friend of mine's 21st birthday, I don't oh, know if you remember Daffern, but yes, we we're going to go to his 21st birthday somewhere. And as college kids with no money do, we were drinking beforehand so that of we course. wouldn't have to scramble for drinks at the party. And Josie was like coming and she lived off campus. So she was taking her sweet time. And so I think we were watching it before she got there too, just the typical version. Yes. And I think when she got there, she didn't even let us leave. Like she had already said, we're not going anywhere tonight. Like you yeah. guys are a mess. And so then we're like, Oh, okay. Let's watch a movie.
1: Cause she had never seen bridesmaids before. <laughs>
0: but since we had just watched it an hour prior, we're like, well, we're going to put on the extended version.
1: So as we're watching the extended version, we proceeded to talk over, we talk over the movie, like, I think we tried to
0: recite the movie as it was happening, as if we already knew it, but there was no timing. There was
1: no No timing. Ruby's like rolling in her bed like hitting the wall at every joke <laughs> and then anytime so any a scene came up that was not in the original that was not in the original director's cut we would like yell at Jossie like, <laughs> like Jossie this was not in the
0: original film we wouldn't pause the movie let it be known we wouldn't pause the movie we would just go well whoa, 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 whoa. this is extended <laughs> this is not from the ori- this is an extra scene and Lo and behold, um, Justin never watched this movie
1: ever since Yeah. I want to say that she for doesn't her. like it.
0: <laughs> but, and I think I have also never seen this movie ever since. Like, I've seen pieces, like, if it's on TV, but I, maybe it was the alcohol. I have, like, no desire to ever see that movie again.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched it, I, I think, since that time. So.
0: Yeah, I don't even. I should check if I have the DVD, but it hasn't been watched. (laughs) We certainly used it. So like, you know, what were they? $20. I'm sure we had seen it 20 times. For sure. In that short period that we owned it.
1: It was, it was, we made, it was one in heavy
0: rotation. It was hot and heavy. It was quite a fling we had with bridesmaids. So, yeah, that informs the story of how we'll watch Bachelorette with Jossie. That does be great. We'll just drink and she'll, she'll watch and suffer. I wonder if she <laughs> listens to this show. I gotta ask. her <laughs> it's all to think listen. I, I think I heard something about her in another episode with Amanda and Carly for Joss. <laughs> for Joss. Okay. Where were <laughs> are we even? Um, I don't know, Amber. I don't know. <laughs> so- oh, we were talking about like happy endings. Oh, Bachelorette, like June Diane Raphael was in Bachelorette because yeah. um, she plays the stripper who washes her hands on the wedding dress mm-hmm. um and then um there was also like Anne Hathaway's co-worker who becomes her maid of honor in the movie was like in third rock from the sun which is like yes. one of those like I knew about it because there were only like 10 shows at the time but like I also have never seen that in my life but she's like very famous I think question mark and then of course Candice Bergen who like did Sweet Home Alabama, um, Miss Congeniality, again, like this was her jam, was like mm-hmm. being like the older person, that's rude to say, but you know what I mean, like the more maternal figure <laughs> type, and like no nonsense, and uh, she's having a renaissance, because she was in book club, and now there's going to be a book club to everybody, Ooh. Um, which I'm very excited about, book club high rise, it's going to be a time, I think they're going on a trip somewhere, Um, The only thing that I like caught in this watch which I had never noticed before is that Kristen Johnston's character like when the kids were yelling for her they asked for Miss Delgado Mm -hmm. and I was like "Mm, I know there's white Latinos out there looking at myself but I was just like (laughs) they couldn't cast somebody Latina for that or change the name like
1: yeah blind spots
0: blind spots
1: yeah I was like either that or they're making like some callback to like her divorce or something but I doubt that
0: oh true the swirl you love the swirl <laughs> I can cut that if you want <laughs> um, <laughs> and then lastly Kate Hudson's assistant Kevin looks like do you know that young actor Nick Robinson he was in that show a teacher and he's also in other stuff or mm-hmm. love Simon he was in love Simon, yes yes the assistant kind of looked like him and that's all I took from that the assistant has not been in anything else we would know yeah so, and he didn't
1: stand out to me
0: I just thought I'd share that fun fact all right favorite wedding moments in this movie obviously this movie's primarily about the weddings like we go from like establishing the couples they both get engaged um there's a joint wedding shower there's a lot of like little hijinks that we'll talk about that they do to each other And then, of course, we get like a bat party and we get a wedding. So it really like truly is about the Mm -hmm. weddings itself. Um, I loved when they were like little and they're dancing and they're like, I'm going to dance until we have six babies in a house. And they were (laughs) like, well, we're not getting married until we're at least 16. And I was like, that was definitely like the age I thought adulthood was. Cause I, yeah. I used to tell my cousin, I was like, we're going to live in an apartment together when I'm 16 and you're 28. And she was like, ha And then she had children and ruined that plan for me.
1: I really, yeah. At that age, I really thought that like, I would be married with kids by 25 and like 25 mm. seemed old for that. And now I'm like, Ooh,
0: <laughs> 25 child bride, <laughs> <laughs> like New Jersey broad city. when Ilana would be like, yes. what am I linking a child bride? Like, <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Ooh, 25. Too young, too young to live. Um, I, I thought both of their proposals were cute. So like Chris Pratt with like the little fortune cookie and they're like just at home and it's private. Mm. And then, um, I liked that Steve Howey insulted Kate Hudson (laughs) in the beginning of it (laughs) and then was like, but that's who I want to marry. Also just very adorable. So they both, did very well. And I like how Kate Hudson answered. This is so out of nowhere. After she had like hung <laughs> him down to ask <laughs> him. He for was like, wedding. wrap it up. <laughs> he was like, I've had enough of you. Yeah. Um. Some iconic lines were uh, Candace Bergen when like they sit down with her to do the wedding planning or like to set up the like contracts. And I love when Candice Bergen says, you have been dead until now. Are you aware of that? <laughs> yes. You're dead right now. Angela, my assistant will die dead. <laughs> like, I wrote that down as a standout too. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> the confidence with which that was delivered. Okay. And also the calmness, like you're dead. You haven't lived yet Was so yeah. much
1: knowing Angela's fate too. I was like, man, poor Angela. Uh, yeah. Like
0: the way she read Angela, but Angela <laughs> clearly deserved it. Cause she wasn't good at her job. So yeah.
1: Angela made a very big mistake. If
0: she's got like that lack of eye for detail in work life then her personal <laughs> life must also be a mess. angela Agreed. failure failure
1: do better be better
0: <laughs> um the most straight man thing i ever heard was when um steve howie goes babe double wedding <laughs> like when they're trying to find a solution for the weddings being booked at the same time
1: like that is, men. yeah like that is an awful idea i also wrote down double wedding like in what
0: world have you ever been to a double wedding I haven't
1: no and this is not to say like okay I understand that there but some people want to do that and that's totally fine disclaimer we're gonna make
0: a lot of opinions about weddings and we respect everybody's choices and we love you but we're gonna have opinions
1: (laughs) um it's not something I would ever do and then like also knowing these two characters like why would you ever suggest that
0: yeah it's like when I remember when I was in grad school, there was this girl whose birthday was a couple of days before mine. And like we were fine, but we weren't friends. And it was very clear, or so we both thought to people. And they're like, why don't you guys do a joint birthday together? And we both sounded so like no, that's okay. She was the one who should have moved it because my birthday was on a Friday. So it was like, pick Saturday or pick the weekend before. But my birthday is already naturally on the day of the event.
1: And this uh, is why you are live. Um, I I just think like even in like just practice like how does a double wedding work because then like I would fight over who like like I feel like I should go last because I'm the better bride like oh
0: see we would be able to have one then because I'm like I want to go first oh see that
1: that would work Okay.
0: okay all right when you guys renew your vows we can do it at the same time okay
1: that sounds then, good.
0: That'll be great. Yeah. I was trying to think about it. I feel like the only time, other times I've ever seen a double wedding is like in a soap opera, mm-hmm. but it's like a family. Like it's again, it's like a, like a set of parents who were like separated and estranged, but then like decide they want to renew their vows. And then their child is also getting married or something weird like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not real life. No, no. one doesn't uh, I mean, does no me. one, but no one we know yet does a double wedding in real life. Jossie. Keep us posted. <laughs> I'm just kidding. maybe she'll do a bow renewal if okay. Jay gets married. Okay. I was like, I, I know. <laughs> Thanks for ruining the joke. You're the best. I'm so <laughs> glad we're best friends. <laughs> it was just a moment to get jossy. That's what I get. That's called bad karma. <laughs> Everyone has witnessed that in real life. Then I know, like, the whole point of the movie, too, is, like, to have the, like, the foils and the dichotomy of, like, not just, like, Kate and Anne, but also, like, the relationships. And so, like, you know, they talk about how, like, Kate and Steve Howe's relationships getting better during the wedding. And then, like, Anne and Chris Pratt's is getting worse throughout the wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought it was, like, because, like, when you're younger, you're not really watching things for, like, the emotional parts. You're just, like, I want to see all the crazy shit. Um, but like after you get older you're like listening to the conversations like it was all very supportive from like Steve Howey's perspective he was just like you're crazy and bad shit but like you're a good person like don't lose sleep over this and mm-hmm. then the my line from Chris Pratt like I mean he had many where I was just like oh it's Chris Pratt's real self but yeah. I just thought it was hilarious because he couldn't have been more than like 26 or 27 at the time and he's like you've been acting a little wild lately. I was just like, like, what is this? Leave it to Beaver. What has she
1: been doing?
0: I just, the way he delivered it too. And then when he was like, you're not bitchy, but you're in that neighborhood. I was just like, how old are you? Like that could have been the writing, but I choose to believe that he either improv those lines or his delivery made it sound like he was geriatric.
1: Yeah. And also when he told Annie and he's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, something, something to the effect of like, you told me this story like 10,000 times and
0: I was like, that's I mean, literally being married. Yeah. You will listen to the story that many times. Um, I'm usually not one to like deal with realistic things in movies. Like I'm very good at suspending disbelief, mm-hmm. but who sliced all the lemons that were in her bath? Did you <laughs> notice that? I, did. I said, Annie, did you spend all that time while he was at the gym or were the lemons pre-sliced? Do you usually put them in your water and then you put them in your bath this time? And she was always talking about how much money she was trying to save. That was like a lot of lemons, right? That
1: that was a lot of lemons. I did notice that. And then I was also thinking about like when I had these really bad tans from, um, from track and I had a backless, uh, dress for prom. (laughs) And so I was trying to use lemon juice to like fade some of the tan lines because they were,
0: they didn't know you could do that.
1: I don't well that that's essentially what, what she was doing. I don't think it it actually works. Oh,
0: there was a purpose to the lemons. Yes. The, the lemons I it was were just because she just had... soothing her emotions.
1: No, they were um helping her get the spray tan off. Oh yes. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, we should go through some
0: of their um like little, what do we want to call them? Hijinks. I don't yeah. know why that's always my word, but that's like all I can think of. There was like So they have their joint like wedding shower and um, Anne Hathaway thinks that like Kate has sent out her save the date. So she sends like a jarring (laughs) save the date email, which I too would have been like, you're tacky if I had (laughs) received that.
1: I would have said, I would have thought that too, as she was typing it, I was like screaming at the typos. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, also, if you're going to be getting married somewhere that nice and you're sending it via email with a smiley emoji, like, life sucks. You know what would have okay. happened if this was like 2022 is like she would have had like that melting emoji by accident. <laughs> Cause <laughs> yes. I feel like everyone uses the melting emoji for everything now, good or bad. They're like, oh, yeah. She, yeah, she was unhinged. And so there was like the, there was like, and, Annie would send, um, bouquets of cookies <laughs> and brownies again, why I related to live, I was like, yeah, I would have eaten that shit up and also found a treadmill somewhere.
1: <laughs> and some butter subscription, which I was very intrigued
0: about. Um, so it was the fiance, the international butter club. Yeah. That was a moment. I, I doubt it would have been sticks of butter. I feel like it would have been, um, like maybe like Okay. So if you had a stick of butter, I would say it'd be like a fourth of a stick and it would Mm -hmm. be like mixed with herbs or something like different ones. It'd be like a wine of the month club. You know what I mean? Like, and it would have suggested like
1: recipes for it. I would, I would probably just eat the butter too. Um, well, yeah, I think that's what she did. Yeah. (laughs) I
0: I put too much butter on my eggs the other day. And, and I'd never thought that there could be too much butter, but I think <laughs> it just literally felt like I licked a stick of butter <laughs> with the consistency of a soft scrambled egg. So it was like a lot to take in. Uh, glad everyone knows that now. Um, <laughs> there's also, um, so like we're talking about with the bath, um, Kate, like jumps in like the week before the wedding and puts the, like an orange spray tan bottle into the booth for Anne Hathaway's body. She comes out very orange. Um, <laughs> that was just yikes all around. There's no way around that. And then she also messes with like their dance lesson. So she sends like a fake instructor ahead of time that like has them do all this stupid shit. And then the real instructor shows up later.
1: Yeah. And they, um, what's it out to me? One, that guy, he's just like, a he's been just in a lot of stuff. He's had a very uh, consistent, acting career. I think he was in, uh, the good place. I think he had like a stint on beep and things like that. Um,
0: yeah. and he's married to, um, June, Diane, Raphael in real life.
1: Oh, I see.
0: So you I... Know, the nepotism, the nepotism. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that stood out to me from that scene, I was like, they use the same song like that they use and bring it on. So.
0: Oh, very much. And like, yeah. I, I, as it was about to start, cause I, I think it was probably like, psychological. Like I knew that song was coming. I was like, did they use the same actor who played Sparky year? But it was, you know, once I saw him, I was like, oh, no, it's that guy. I
1: had the same question. I was like, is this him? And I was like, oh, no, absolutely not.
0: Bring it on. A movie that lives deep, deep in our subconscious. Deep. Um, just important for life. Just a thing that was probably also horrifically offensive at the time, and we just were like, "Oh, that's how teenagers are," because we were ten.
1: Yeah, it was, it was quite quite offensive.
0: Yeah. Quite, quite offensive. <laughs> and not like as justifiably offensive as like some of our other faves. As in, like it wasn't funny enough to be. Anyway, those are <laughs> other talks. Those are other <laughs> talks. Um, but we care about that movie deeply. And then um, Annie puts like the blue dye for Kate's hair, mm-hmm. um, which Kate Hudson in her glory like. Kate Hudson, there's a lot to say in general, but you know, sometimes you're kind of like, are you actually a good actress or did you just like observe your mom a lot,
1: which yeah.
0: is acting. She's pretending to be your mom. But uh, like when she flips out and yells, it's blue at the hairdresser. Like I love you know, that scene. She you have to have an oomph, a natural oomph to do that. Yeah. Also, Kate Hudson dated Nick Jonas once. I'm just going to toss that into the chat. She dated Nick like Jonas. Yeah, I know. Oh, times. So he always liked older women. He sure uh, did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh, But, but. Oh, go ahead. I
1: was going to say the big one that stood out to me, which I thought was more of like, uh, more of the sentiment. It was more in the uh, sentimental, um, moment. Uh, was yeah. when her dad, or sorry, when um, Annie's dad gave her the something blue. Uh, for the wedding, I thought that that was so sweet.
0: Yeah, I loved like so the families like played a big part in this. Um, so, like we said, as Annie and Chris Pratt start diverging because he has a bunch of dead animals in his house and is part of the NRA. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's <laughs> because, just for life. That's real life. <laughs> because because, because they're on just different parts. trajectories. <laughs> um, before he joined Guardians um, we start seeing her push towards Brian Greenberg's character, who I don't think we mentioned is Kate Hudson's brother in the movie Mm -hmm. and Kate Hudson and Brian Greenberg's parents like died at the beginning. Well, not at the beginning of the movie, but like died when they were children, presumably.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: so they're very close to Anne Hathaway's family too. And, um, again New York City of course like Anne Hathaway and Brian Bringer didn't run into each other in the street while he was en route to a tuxedo fitting but again yeah. it's a movie guys we needed a reason because we needed that scene where they're kind of together and she's like in a bad mood and he cheers her up to establish the vibes and yeah Brian Greenberg king of vibes just so that out where
1: there? did she learn how to tie a bow tie like that
0: I don't know <laughs> Chris wasn't wearing any. He was not wearing any on his budget.
1: Why does she know how to do that? But you know,
0: I feel like before, you know, like we're always talking about like in the old days, but like even fifteen years ago, I feel like women had this expectation of like we have to know how to do things for guys because like that's how we're going to be desirable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so like I can see girls where we went to college doing that, like the fratty people. I'm like, hey, do you need help with that? I'm like, that's how you the bait hook and bait you know I love that for them (laughs) love that for those girls (laughs) um but yeah we had the vibes established between Brian and uh Annie our friend and then like you said uh uh Annie's dad gives her the hairpin at first but then he goes and like blesses um Kate Hudson's wedding like across Mm -hmm. the hallway and that was just so sweet and
1: yeah. I was like okay oh, feelings like oh. yeah I found myself tearing up at moments and I was just like okay is this PMS is this lack of sleep am I, I hungover? Know. is the actually the movie <laughs>
0: well also like Kate says towards the end of the movie she's like I cry all the time now and I was like I feel like that's me like the past <laughs> five years <That's> like, <laughs> like me, never me, shed yeah, a tear like and now I always <laughs> cry over everything although it is very increased in the PMS times. And I'm always like, why am I so emotional? And then I like look at the calendar. I'm like, ah, science. That's how that works. I but, cry
1: when the wind changes. So oh. Yeah, yeah, I cry all the time. Can't
0: relate. But <laughs> <laughs> but um I did cry like at the end when like Candace's character says, like, sometimes in life there are bonds formed that can never be broken. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, there's so many bonds in my life. <laughs> and I was like, wait, not really. But <laughs> the concept is really sweet. Yeah. So it, it was very, I think it was like super underrated and people just like took it at face value a little too much. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole point is like all these characters have to be a little bit of an asshole because we need to be entertained. Yeah. Like who's entertained ever by somebody playing? Come on. Look at Jen Shaw in Salt Lake City. We need that
1: oh I thought you were about to call Jen Shaw plain and I was like oh no (laughs) no 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 No,
0: I know you were actually I saw your eyes you were sincerely digging for like a plain entertaining person but they don't exist
1: yeah I was even
0: because even like remember we used to love J-Law until she was too much Mm
1: -hmm. but we liked
0: her because she was a little much yeah even Emma Stone when Emma Stone pulled back so did we we haven't talked about her in years Yeah. And I was, (laughs) but yeah, I really did like the sentimentality, like the commitment to that as much as the antics. Um, I loved that. Like we also saw the trajectory of June's wedding where like she started the movie at her wedding and then she was already divorced by the end, which was about a six month mark. So yeah.
1: Shout out to her. I thought that was so, so interesting where she's just like, I just, I hope that her marriage is better than ours. And I was like, Oh my gosh, y'all shouldn't have gotten married. Oh
0: yeah. People don't get married. Um, That's a lesson. Uh, (laughs) I never noticed it before, but like Anne's color scheme for her wedding was a lot like the reds and the corals and stuff. Yeah, it was um, what her vibe seemed to be. It seemed really loud for her.
1: Yeah, because she said she wanted minimalism. Yeah, elegant minimalism. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those colors
0: were not giving that.
1: It's like, that was not what you did at all. It was like, I don't know what type of. A vibe she was going for for some reason, like what's it? I was like shipwrecked, is what it felt like. um Damn, made <laughs> the dress. No, I think it was like the the like actual design in the like. Oh yeah, the rope, the rope. Yeah, I remember you're like, talking
0: about that. That was crazy. How like the videos were playing on that screen within the rope. It yeah. just was like very yeah, it was very theatrical. That wasn't elegant minimalism based on oh. what our interpretations would be.
1: Yeah, not nothing about that was was minimalist. Um, no, and. No, that was wrong.
0: <laughs> um I think I'm sure that this was what they were hinting at and it should have happened. There should have been a baby war sequel for the pregnancy. I would have loved that. Yeah. Um because they would have done great. Cuz the babies would be cousins. So, you know, there'd be drama. Like you could do their first birthday or something drama. Yeah. Ooh, yeah.
1: I um I think I June, also like get on it. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Well, I think like what also makes this movie so enjoyable is like, I mean, you have obviously Kate Hudson and Anne Hathaway, but like they are, they're like very committed, but not in a way where it's like laughable.
0: Yeah, they're, they're never over actors, which is hilarious based on our thoughts about them personally. (laughs) They're actually very good at acting. Yeah. Which I guess is why they stay hired. But yeah, they're like two of the last like A list stars that exist. Um, and of course, like Anne Hathaway came up like on her own and then Kate Hudson, like through her parents, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like clearly had like staying power too. Yeah. Um, no, they're, yeah, they're very good. Like they're very good at creating their archetype, but also like having like that warmth and balance in it too. And it's never like reads too heavy on anything. So mm-hmm. they're just, I was thinking about, it, I was like, I don't think they're friends. Like <laughs> I've never seen them post pictures of each other, but I I'm sure they're pleasant acquaintances,
1: but it didn't like, I mean, they worked so well together in the movie. that it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's why I was like kind of shocked, but maybe that's good. Like sometimes if you have like a little distance from somebody, it like allows for more of that versus like being too comfortable. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they did really well. Like everybody in the movie did fairly well too. There was no one where it's like, oh, it could have been anybody else. And yeah, I mean, shout out to Annie's dad, whoever that man is. He was so sweet.
1: The other wedding thing that I really liked um, was their supporting cast of friends um, who refused to take a side. Yes, I, I thought about like, that
0: too. Yeah. I was like, one, our friend group, two, <laughs> to like, but then also she had bridesmaids, Kate Hudson did. And I was like, who are they?
1: I was wondering who they were. I mean, she must have done the same thing that um that Annie did and
0: and co yeah, just- coworkers.
1: Yeah, grab some co-workers or maybe like made some paralegals do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
0: was like, who are I was like, who are in these dresses? And when I saw that it wasn't the girls that were in all the other scenes, I was like very confused. Because um, but I, that was shout out to the friends. They did the right thing.
1: They did. They um maybe could have gone a little step further and like been like y'all are tripping, but the fact that they chose not to <laughs> not to take a side, I, I can I, can I feel like
0: if this with. were made into like a TV show reboot, like maybe they would have made some of them choose sides and there would have been extra drama there for like B-plots.
1: Oh yeah, for
0: sure. That would have been good. So there's also their wardrobe. Um, Both the dresses were really nice.
1: I really liked them.
0: I, I mean, I'm who I am. Obviously, I really liked Kate's dress the <laughs> most.
1: I, so I liked both dresses, but I felt like Annie's dress was more, more (laughs) my speed and my style. Just as we planned.
0: Yes. And then of course, even though it's toxic, I do love when they say like, um, you don't alter Vera to fit you, you alter yourself to fit Vera. I agree.
1: I love, I, (laughs) one thing that like does stand out to me is I did used to say a lot, what do boys learn in school?
0: Like, oh yeah yes. <laughs> i know i love when you watch a movie and there's just like a line that you use for everything like that has nothing to do with a movie it's just like what you think about life and that definitely was an applicable one because that one also jumped out to me yes. <laughs> i didn't even <laughs>
1: learn <laughs> i um I, I do have a Vera wing uh bridesmaid's dress and can attest to um them oh. them things run small
0: <laughs> oh. shit!
1: Yes. <laughs> We got it for Jossie's wedding, actually. We got it a year early and they were being discontinued. So it was like, oh my God, we had to get it so early. So we were like, look, y'all, this is it.
0: (laughs) Everybody stop eating now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No major life changes.
0: (laughs) No, no. Yes, that's perfect. Those were nice dresses. My, I think like we agree that the musical moment of the film was definitely the bachelorette party. For sure. I forgot about Kate's blue hair. So I was like, oh, that's like such a cute idea for wearing the pink wig. (laughs) I didn't realize it was like very intentional because of the hair.
1: I, yeah, I forgot about that too, because like, that is a thing where, where women will like, yeah, do their bachelorette parties. So
0: I know once I saw it, I was like, that might be fun for one of the bachelorette parties that I'm going to later this summer. Mm -hmm. I feel like but we're just going to dinner. So that might be a lot to like, <laughs> I'll go to dinner and bob wigs. But you know me, I love putting on a wig for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to early pandemic where I purchased multiple. It was a time. What
1: I also love about that scene is again, man, my girl Annie was committed. She was committed. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk to about
0: um, her dancing?
1: <laughs> Do I? Uh... <laughs>
0: with dancing with officer not your husband I loved that shout out
1: yeah I just found I was like you know I I think I just felt very sold because she didn't try to be good or maybe she was trying to be good and that and that was the part that like, I think I don't want to say the word trying I think she sure thought she was good yes okay
0: she thought she was killing it the crap, you know, sometimes people go for confidence over actual like yes. attractiveness yeah, and skill. And so I think like, you know, cause you see that when you go like out to like any party or wedding or something and people go, um, when someone goes in, even if they look nuts, you're like, yes, I love just like that positive energy, but it's not cause it's good. Yeah. <laughs> she just, I mean, she does drop it in a way. She does throw her arms and limbs into different places in a way. She
1: does put her butt up in the air, not twerking, just no, no, no. no. Well, end. this was
0: pre-like twerking, joining the mainstream population, yeah, the general population. So she sure she did. didn't know about that then.
1: She sure didn't, but there was some, there were some, some hip movements.
0: <laughs> I don't even think I took that in. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there were some hip <laughs> movements, um, but I do think like what so that much. really like showcased um with their characters was how reserved uh Kate Hudson is Liv is well in the yeah movie.
0: I, I think it was like that contrast right where like mm-hmm. when you meet people up front like she seems like she would be the aggressive one because she's like aggressive in life but she's actually mm-hmm. like a little more chill Annie is so like sweet and docile like I'm a little flower and it's like but really I like attention and like like we saw with her, like spring break video in college, like she, when she lets loose, she likes to kind of take over center stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a great film, but that's <laughs> one we won't get at this moment. Um, also, I love the song Tamarine by Eve. And I feel like that just has also stayed with me forever is that song in this movie. And mm-hmm. also, like, I think it played in Gossip Girl season one as well. It did. I love that song. So I always feel like that stayed with me. I thought of you, like, since we've already decided who's which character when she runs and jumps onto the rope, I thought of you in your aerial silks class. I was like, yeah, cause my ass isn't jumping on that <laughs> rope. Amber Jolly
1: go. <laughs> yes. I sure. Sh- I sure would do that. And I'd be able to hold myself up there too. The, yeah. the other song that stands out, like this is like very, um, very 2009 was um, there when there were two Duffy songs in this movie. I um, saw
0: that. And I said, wow, yeah. not one, but two and neither two. were
1: Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> well, rain extra on... Duffy songs. Yes. Well, I was listening to, to Duffy a lot during this times um, because oh, so you knew more. Yeah. So rain on your parade. I thought was, I thought that was fun for like their montage of sabotaging each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was very fitting. And then I was like, okay, why is the second Duffy song in here? I think it's just because, Cheesecake they, had, right they had
0: they had the rights to the album so they were like let's <laughs> yes. go let's use use this for all we can yes also um at the end of the bachelorette party um I love when June takes a picture of Kate Hudson with shots um with the digital camera like <laughs> yes. college all of our college experiences documented on digital camera folks like
1: yeah oh
0: our 60 our 60 photo limit Facebook
1: albums oh my gosh I forgot about that
0: yeah, and then they made them unlimited, and people became unbearable. Yeah, switched to Instagram. I
1: mean, oh, wow. history, God. good history times, making. good times. I also appreciated at the or at the um, end of the bachelorette party, where obviously Liv is in her feelings, Kate Hudson, and so they're just like giving her tequila shots, and she's like, "Oh, thank you for knowing." And I'm like,
0: "Again, uh, we know we, we know which <laughs> character is which." I would just be like. Yeah, just talking through shot after shot after shot. I was at like a birthday party yesterday and it was like all people who we had celebrated my friend's 30th birthday before. And she's mm-hmm. like, tell the tequila shot story. And I was like, oh, which one? Okay. Oh, you don't know this one. So at Rachel's 30th, <laughs> at Rachel's 30th, um, this girl who is no longer part of their friend group even. So this is how we should have known she didn't belong. Mm-hmm. Was um at, we were like at a bar. We went to Charleston for her birthday. We're at a bar and like I like to operate on efficiency and like, you know me, I, I coordinate logistics for a living. I like to make things happen. I'm not going up to the bar twice in 10 minutes. So I ordered two tequila shots for myself. And I turn with my tequila shots and this girl goes, Oh, is one of those for Rachel? And I was like, Oh yeah, because it's Rachel's birthday and and I should be doing things like that. But also I knew Rachel didn't need more drinks, like Rachel's having a time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm an only child. Like, I bought (laughs) both for me. (laughs) And so I was like, oh yeah, yeah. One of these is definitely for Rachel. And so I go, and Rachel doesn't do tequila shots. So I hand it to Rachel and we're both looking at each other um (laughs) with doubt in our eyes. (laughs) And I'm like, this is for you. And she's like, no, no, I'm okay. And I'm like, yeah, this girl wanted to (laughs) give it to you. And she's like, okay. She takes this shot, Amber, and no less than seven seconds later, she throws up. And luckily, oh, no. that girl who made me give it to her had like an empty cup in her hand, like an empty solo cup, basically. And mm-hmm. Rich just puked into the cup. Oh, no. And then they went to the bathroom together. And she was fine. Like she rallied because it wasn't like, a, I'm so wasted, like I'm puking and the night's over. But it was just like, she doesn't like tequila. So- like, yeah. between like having had a lot to drink and you know we're dancing and it's like hot and sweaty and then you like down something you didn't want mm-hmm. against your will it came right back up and yeah. that girl is no longer her friend not because of that moment but eventually was no longer her friend and that's when we should have known because yeah those were for me
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was telling I like to think about our two dollar tequila shots from the crust
0: oh I was I like not in a pretentious way I didn't like go to the crust a lot like the people I hung out with didn't go there that but I heard about one dollar and two dollar shots and like they shut down very quickly how could they turn a profit
1: I don't know I mean even I mean it was obviously bottom shelf it was awful but like I went there because <laughs> it was two dollar tequila shots I know
0: <laughs> I feel like I would always end up around there towards the end but I think I was at the leaf a lot before it got shitty yeah It's better now, but we're not in college anymore.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't know if it's better. (laughs) Also,
0: our friend Danielle had me book our hotel room for homecoming. So make sure that you uh, attend.
1: Okay. (laughs) I'm in the room. So
0: everybody see you there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The only concern about the bachelor party, I really liked it. Like, again, I liked just like the wig. People were dressed normally because like I hate like... I've always said this, I don't want a bachelorette party, but even so, like, I don't like for myself, again, Mm -hmm. friends who are getting married, I'm really excited about all the things we have done or will do. But for me, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not into like the, the bride's going to wear one color and everyone wears black or like we're going to wear like the matching t-shirts or blah, blah, blah on the themes. Like I loved how it's literally just like Boas, just cute outfits to go out at night and just like enjoying a show or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that her friend had the devil horns, yes. um, but the only part where I was like, whoa, mistakes were made was having your bachelor at party when you have work the next day.
1: Yeah. I was girl. What life in what life? I, I would, I had a couple of questions. Yeah. About that. Cause like why one, why was this on a weeknight? And then I was also like, well, you know, they planned their wedding in three months and were likely just like, this is the day we can do it. And then I was also like, did Annie plan a bachelorette party? Oh,
0: that's a question. I was, um, so we did 27 dresses last week Mm -hmm. and we were talking about how there was no bachelorette party, but we, it was because the girl who was the bride didn't have any friends. And so Mm. that kind of made sense. Although you could have in another world um, had a bachelorette party where like, she just brought like the sister and the sister's friends or something. Yeah. But I think there was just a lot to do in that movie where like that wasn't the focus. Yeah. But yeah, if you were going to do one bachelor party, it was kind of interesting they didn't do the other. But I think it's...
1: Well, because maybe... it, it was the um, it was the f- common, it was the shared friend group that was at that bachelorette party. That's why I was curious. Yeah. Was...
0: yeah. So maybe they were going to have one and then she canceled it, you know, yeah. because they were both like in their funk after that too. Yeah. So I that would be my presumption. It's just like she probably was going to have, it was probably low key. Cause I feel like the whole, like going on trips for them is like a recent thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's just only been in like the past five to 10 years where it's like, everyone has to go to, you know, Charleston, Nashville, Austin, Scottsdale as uh, as some examples. My and, uh, <laughs> my aunt, yeah. But yeah, she had the weeknight one and that was your other concern. Oh, like, yeah, I think it was just like, there had to have been a free weekend in those three months or like a free Friday, Saturday.
1: Yeah. There, there
0: was no need for the, the weeknight one. I can't drink on a weeknight period, like no at all. So, or any day like where I have to like be somewhere in the morning.
1: Yeah. I think it really, like they just had to <laughs> propel uh, Liv's story with her, like not needing to have everything together and like yeah. being demoted. So like there wasn't anything else that was really which I was very triggered by yeah I was like I would have a breakdown if that Mm -hmm. happened
0: like if I fucked up at work and then like they were like yeah you fucked up I'd be like (laughs) (laughs) self-worth like trigger 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 everywhere um like you said there was Duffy we had eve um -hmm. this was like the film of soft girl jams is what i called it because we had like our girls called we at the beginning
1: yeah natasha
0: beddingfield i love that natasha beddingfield song i feel like i heard it in that that movie and then always had it playing and then um when they're like about to walk down the aisle that song dream by priscilla on is like it's one of those songs like we don't seek it out but it's like in a ton of things we've watched before because like Mm -hmm. it's played in gray's anatomy um I can't remember what episode, but it's played in Grey's Anatomy and I knew it had played like on Wintry Hill and like other shows that I've watched before too. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was just one of those songs that was like signaling this is an emotional moment. Yeah. <laughs> in like most of my emotional like network drama shows that I enjoy. It's probably
1: why I was crying.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Like if you, if it gets you in the right moment, you're like, oh, but yeah, the pop culture um, like it wasn't super dated, but I mean, the American Idol of it all was a lot to take in.
1: <laughs> Honestly, in terms of pop culture, I mean, aside from things that like we just don't have anymore, like, you know, don't, we don't use iPod, iPods really. I mean, yeah. I think I mean, they still exist. Um, I think they mentioned TiVo, but really right. like the biggest like pop culture references were, the, were American Idol.
0: Oh, yeah. When he said I'd marry me some Paula another yeah. time, we should have been worried about Chris Pratt. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he said, Liv is the Simon, you're the Paula.
0: (laughs) And then I did did have a viscerally joyful reaction to her white um, MacBook when she went to send her save the date emails Uh because I miss my white
1: MacBook. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. I had a question about like, if like just the Plaza as itself, like being a thing that like people want to get married at, like I'm sure like it's still a thing for people but like having like the plaza in the movie in and of itself, if that was like a cultural reference, I was thinking about like Eloise at the plaza, I think yeah, was a little bit before think, this.
0: Yeah. I think that was still like in that era, like late nineties, mm-hmm. early aughts, like yeah. those were like the aspirational things too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think things are just expensive there in general, because like when they were like, our moms took us here for tea, I was like, that must've been the only thing y'all did that year, because it's not like they grew up rich. So
1: Yeah. Cause uh, was Annie, uh Emma yeah, said funny. that said that she had been saving for her wedding since she was 16. And I was like, ah, that's how they're saying she can afford this on a teacher's salary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think there are
0: people who are like that where they're like yeah. just build their savings from forever. Yeah. So yeah, but they definitely wanted to help out because they knew we were gonna look out for that and be like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, something doesn't add up. Um, because like you have instead like Liv, who's a lawyer, and her husband who does or her fiance does like hedge fund. I like when she was like, "He's financy with <laughs> the."
1: Yeah, I I also liked how they um, like with the contrast in the movie when they were um, paying for the putting their deposits. Yes, on the I noticed that like, too. Annie hands the check and Kate hands the Amex, and I was like, "Yes, this this makes a lot yeah. of sense." I liked that. I that liked was a that comment. Too.
0: That was definitely a comment. Them doing yeah.
1: that. Yeah. I was like
0: oh. All right. some people might be living beyond their means Who knows?
1: <laughs> well the no. wedding planner uh did read did read kate hudson in this oh what did she say i forgot oh <laughs> when they were yeah 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 taste testing and she said um something about people being more showy
0: yeah
1: i was like yeah yeah
0: she was shady boots yeah um but I too would have wanted like a seven tier um, white chocolate cake <laughs> with, pearls. Edible with pearls, edible pearls in flourish. <laughs> yes. 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 Like don't shame her for having a taste. <laughs> um, I will say one line that was like culturally ahead of its time was when that girl asked the assistant if he was straight and he was like, I don't like labels.
1: Oh yes. I'm that's like, not pre-
0: freak. Yes. Like, <laughs> We're not labeling this man because I too had questions.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that really stood out, like, for 2009, like, I I feel like that was a pretty. Yeah,
0: I think that's when these conversations were starting, where, like, straight people began to finally acknowledge queer people, because Mm -hmm. um, we're talking about he's just not that into you in 2009, and I feel like that's, like, when, like, the conversation became more mainstream about marriage equality for Mm -hmm. same-sex couples, and they had a very terrible attempt at, like, including characters in that movie but at least we're like this must be straight people who mean well but don't know any gay people and yes. like this is what we think they look like and how they <laughs> act and you're like whoo. so I kind of liked how that was just like tossed in there very casually yeah and just like matter of fact like it wasn't like a storyline or anything yeah so I enjoyed that any other highlights anything else you took away from this film
1: um not in terms of like the pop culture stuff. Um, well, yeah, actually, yes, in terms of pop culture, because it's like, okay, so this is a big cringe thing, but then also like thinking about this era, just like all of the stuff with live's weight. Um, oh, the fat phobia was big. E- yeah. Very big. I think, I think at one point somebody referred to her as a former heifer and I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, the other teacher, Miss Delgado.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: it was um, very
1: cringe
0: um, yeah. and then again like these are what's interesting though is like those are the things that people would point like I can picture like those critics pointing out about the movie and saying people talk like that about people and also like people do mm-hmm. like um, unhealthy behaviors for mm-hmm. weddings because they think that that's necessary.
1: Yeah I was gonna so say it was a like-
0: satire I think.
1: Yeah, I'm, kidding. I'm
0: <laughs> kidding. It wasn't. It well, wasn't. It was poorly. It was poorly done.
1: Yeah, it <laughs> was poorly done. Because like as like as uh, Liv gets more stressed out. Like I, like she's always talking with food in her mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, which I noticed because you know I have a thing about people talking with food in their mouth. Um, and I was like, this girl has been chewing this whole movie. Girl, um, stop. <laughs> but uh yeah so it's like yes it like ties into the wedding thing like with this whole like sweating for the wedding and and I can't gain like five pounds because I'm not going to fit into this dress um and also it was it was done poorly oh yeah
0: and I mean like bringing in the treadmill and like just doing all of the other like not like um overarching things to like try and quote be fit for the wedding like Mm -hmm. just for this arbitrary standard was like also something that people just wouldn't do anymore yeah. Like it was, it was to give her a shtick and a weakness, but at the same time, I was like, let's do better folks. Yeah. And, and I'm sure people would, I think at the time it just wasn't something that was like frowned upon. All right. Since you're a return guest and also since this is now the wedding series, mm-hmm. um, there is a wedding quick fire. Okay. And um, the first one's going to be like just an open-ended question, but for the, this or that, you know, it's not to say you don't like the other one. You just have to pick one okay <laughs> and you can argue as to why okay but the first one is what is your favorite wedding tradition or like something you love about weddings and what's your least favorite
1: um favorite wedding tradition uh probably jumping over the broom which is a big thing in black weddings um yes, least fa- this to people um like what so it symbolizes.
0: i'm sorry like what does it symbolize when a couple jumps over the broom
1: yeah, it's another way to, uh, symbolize your, your union. Um, so typically you get like a pretty broom and once they say, I do, you jump over it. Um, and that is, uh, uh, this, the symbolic, uh, piece behind that is like during, say back to slavery times, um, <laughs> jumping over the broom was a way that people would, uh, would symbolize their union. It's okay. You're not Portia
0: Williams. You're going to get this right. (laughs) It's all good. Who was driving the underground railroad? Somebody was driving that thing. (laughs) Ooh, the memories, the memories.
1: Um, least, Least favorite tradition. It's like, okay. So it's, it's the whole, oh gosh, it's everything from getting the garter off the bride to the to the bouquet toss to them, like whoever catches both of those things, you know, then putting the garter on somebody else. I have not seen a garter toss at a wedding in a long time. Or if I
0: have, like I've forgotten about it because mm-hmm. Laura mentioned this too in our episode. Yeah. And I didn't realize that like after both catch it, that the person has to put it on the other. Per- I was like, oh no, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs>
1: So at a wedding we went to the gosh, this was like in 2015. Um I caught the bouquet and then one of like Ivan's old teammates caught the garter. So then he just handed it to Ivan. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> like, good. That's respectful. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. But then yes, I sat in a chair and he put the garter on me and it was very like lots of people watching. It's, it's, it's weird. I don't like yeah. it.
0: Cause like, cause at first when, when Laura was like, Oh, I don't like the guard trust. I was like, well, it can be cute. Like with the right couple. Like I was just thinking about the couple. I didn't realize that that Mm happens afterward. (laughs) Okay. I very much understand now. What is like a song that will get you on the dance floor at a wedding?
1: (laughs) blow the whistle.
0: (laughs) Callbacks, callbacks. When you made that face, I thought you were going to say pony because that was also a highlight of the wedding.
1: Um, If we're talking about more wedding appropriate songs, like any line dance. So, Well, I was going to say too, just
0: like any song that you're like, that would conceivably be played at a wedding besides the ones that we attend um, and request songs for. (laughs)
1: Yes. Um, one that would be conceivably played any line dance song. So, you know, the wobble, I'll do the cupid shuffle too. Um, yeah. True, any true. song with directions.
0: <laughs> I love a cha-cha slide. I'll cha-cha slide all day. Yeah. Um, I did decline the cupid shuffle at a recent wedding. I was like, mm. I just what my heart wasn't
1: in it. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's getting old.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I gleefully danced to it. I'm, Our high school at my high school graduation party, Mm -hmm. I was like leading the charge. So I think that's why I have like a hard time now doing it. Yeah. Um. But the wobble, the wobble has taken over. Yeah. People love a wobble at a wedding. People do, and that (laughs) ends up in a lot of precarious situations depending (laughs) on the (laughs) on the guest list. Um. Okay. So these are like now that this or that. Um. Do you prefer a seated dinner or heavy hors d'oeuvres?
1: Ooh, seated dinner. Okay. Do you prefer a
0: big band or a DJ DJ and do you prefer a backyard wedding or a destination wedding
1: backyard? Yeah. So backyard,
0: like what you would think, like a family wedding, like backyard,
1: it can move in levels, but yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about the cost of a destination wedding. So (laughs) So (laughs) you already knew. And then
0: I don't know where I'm going with this one, but it just felt like a fun question to ask, um, to pick one, um, old, new, borrowed or blue.
1: Borrowed. I like the, yeah, I like the idea of, uh, like wearing something that was significant to somebody else on your wedding day. So I wore my mom's pearls when I got, when I got married. Yeah. And my sister wore them too.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's the quick fire. If you have any suggestions, let me know offline of things to include.
1: Okay. I will do that. I've just slowly
0: begun brainstorming this. Um, I could have planned ahead, but that would be too professional. So, (laughs) well, thank you for joining again. I'm sure the masses will be entertained by our charm and connection that we naturally share.
1: I hope so. Can Can I share one thing that you didn't ask about? Oh yeah. My favorite wedding movie. (gasps) That is supposed to be on here.
0: <laughs> I think I make too many iPhone notes in uh-huh. different places because I was like, there were other questions that I was like, I feel like I had written down. Yeah. What is your favorite wedding movie? Or multiple? Um, you can say.
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay. So my favorite wedding movie is The Best Man for sure.
0: I have never seen The Best Man. I know I should.
1: But... It's so good. It's on. I think it's on HBO Max.
0: I think so. I think I have that it on that's my on my list.
1: Yeah, that's where we watched it recently. Um. Another one is My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Um, nice. Just pulling all the genres. Does The Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement count? Because I love that movie, too.
0: I think we could throw that in there. Yeah. There is a wedding that begins in it, so.
1: Yeah. And isn't, yeah, she's supposed to be getting married, so. Yeah.
0: Spoiler um, alert if you haven't yes. watched <laughs> She doesn't get married.
1: <laughs> if you didn't figure that out, but I would say the The Best Man for Sure is one of my favorite, one of my favorite wedding movies. Um, it's where we and That it's a great cast. Yeah. Um, like all of the heavy hitters and black rom coms during the time. So
0: yes, again, 90s thriving for the culture. Yes. Nice. I didn't think my big fat great wedding, even though it was like, you know, box office the most popular ever,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: it's a lot for me sometimes but maybe it's just like a personal thing
1: I think I don't know I have a lot of uh like nostalgia with that one because we used to get um we used to go to Blockbuster on Fridays and my mom used to let us pick movies and we'd all watch them together yeah and so my big fat Greek wedding was one that was that like on rotation yeah nice so so yeah the memories and my, I, I got all distracted because I was like, something smells really good.
0: Uh-oh, your roommate, he's doing I, the work.
1: My roommate's cooking because I share his hell don't.
0: Um, <laughs> Everybody gets your roommate that cooks.
1: That's right. Get your roommate life. that cooks and goes grocery shopping. Oh,
0: okay. Life lessons um, from a married person. So there you go. Weddings, marriage on Kumbaya. Practically an expert. Well, again, thank you. And thanks for pointing out like a hideous thing I almost forgot.
1: <laughs> it's okay.
0: <laughs> Actually though, because I'm uh me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.